Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We are moving into a nice new moon, and I can't wait. (laughs) I just can't wait. We've been through a lot of heavy energy. I don't know if you know this, but um, hopefully maybe you didn't. But uh, we finished Mercury Retrograde last week, but we still had a waning moon. So today is the last couple of days. Today and tomorrow, the last two days, the darkest time of the month before the new moon on on uh, Thursday. And then we start to get some moonlight again, and the energy starts to pick up, and we start to move towards the spring. And we don't have to worry about another Mercury in Retrograde until uh, June or so. So we are moving into a really good time. And this because we're in the halo of the new moon, this is a great week for you to sit and get quiet and very clear on what you desire. And tonight we're going to talk about how to have faith when reality says you should have fear. I know that many, many, many of you are really pushing hard for things that you really desire but the one little thing, and you're doing your work, you're doing the journaling, you're doing the, you know, meditating or whatever you're doing. But that one little thing is that, you know, you hit up against the fear of the day-to-day. You know, what what your, quote, reality is dictating, whether it's bills or sickness or weight that's not budging or relationship that seems to be going in weird directions. So we're going to talk about that today and what your, quote, reality is may not really be reality. Talk all about that. And um, if you'd like to call in, we'll do some, uh, I'll be talking to some of you later on in the show. The number to call in is 347-215-9485. If you have a question and you'd like to get a little um, insight later on. So we'll get to that in a little bit. A um, couple of other announcements for this week. I'm very excited. Tomorrow we start our AHA Charter Masterclass, our AHA Factor Masterclass based on the content of my new book. And we have one spot left in that class. And if you like that spot, it's going to be a really, really good class. It's um, it's really the cornerstone for everything to work. And we're going to be covering all of the Uh, connecting the dots to how to get the answers, how to actually interpret the answers that are coming at you every which way from Sunday in your daily life. So, you know, we learn how to pray. I'm going to talk a little bit about that tonight even. We learn how to ask. Um, But what about, you know, and there's a zillion systems on how to ask 
for things, right? We have vision boards and we have meditation and we have, you know, yoga and Tai Chi and all kinds of prayer and all kinds of religion and all kinds of spiritual, you know, setting intentions, vision boards, creative visualization, manifesting. We have all of these these modalities and how to ask. And you figure if there's so many modalities and how to ask, wouldn't there be an equivalent way an equivalent system of how to receive the answers, how to actually interpret the answers that are coming back. You literally have answers coming back at you all day long, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They can come to you through um, your personal intuition and your inner, your energetic <clears throat> receptive centers like your clairvoyance and clairaudience and, and that type of thing. They can come to you telepathically from other people um, we can swap thoughts with each other telepathically. You can actually channel information from guides and angels, like what I do. Um, and you can also uh, do receive information in your dreams. You can receive information from your environment. And you can program all of this to happen for you as long as you know how to do it. And that's what we're going to be working on in the, with uh, my book and with this, this five-week course. So when you don't have those that fluency, you call it I call it your energetic communication system, your ECS, when you have no idea of how that really works, you literally miss the answers. That's one of the reasons why um it's hard to have faith, because you literally are missing the return call from, you know, you know, you put something out to the universe, the universe is answering you right away. But because you're not fluent in the language of receiving the answers, you miss it. It's like going to China and only speaking Russian. You miss it. doesn't mean that they're not talking to you. It just means you can't understand it. So that's what we're going to be talking about for the next five weeks in class. And if you'd like to get that spot, um, you can go to ahamomentsworld.com forward slash AHA Factor Class. So A-H-A-F-A-C-T-O-R-C-L-A-S-S, AHA Factor. If you have any issues with getting to that site, just in case I botched up the link, I don't think I did, you can write us an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com and I'll make sure that you get the the proper link. And we start tomorrow. Um, I believe we're doing that class at 1 o'clock Pacific time. So that would be 4 p.m. Eastern time. And on go to timedate.com for a world clock for where it would be. And it'll also be recorded, so you'll be able to listen to the recording if you can't be in class live, if, if the timing doesn't work for your schedule. But I think out of all the classes I've taught, um, I've taught hundreds of them, um, this is the most important because without understanding the answers, it's one of the reasons why people get so frightened. And one of the reasons why it takes so long for things to supposedly work out, uh, there's a lot that is, you know, being missed because that is not known. Okay, so very, very important skills. I'm really excited about the class and hope you'll join us. Um, Okay, and then the other thing that we're doing is uh, Akashic Record readings. I have not done a lot. I have not done any Akashic Record readings in quite some time. Um, I hadn't really offered them, but I was in meditation the other day, and one of the things that was brought to my attention is how much 
more we can access in your Akashic Records, which are kind of the blueprint of your soul in all of your different lifetimes. Um, that's the shortest version of it. And um, <clears throat> how much we can access now that we're on this new energetic grid. So when we had that grid changeover in 2012, 2013 was about just letting the dust settle. 2014 was starting to get our engines revved. And now in 2015, it's really a time where things are set enough that we can really maximize or start to be, you know, really, really use the energy that's available to us and get more information than we could have um, several years ago. So if you did have an Akashic reading in the past, you might want to have another one um, because there's, you know, we just have a better system and it's just easier to, you know, get information. It's kind of like, I always use my cell phone analogy, but going from, you know, a flip phone to an iPhone to, you know, iPhone 6, you know, this type of thing. Um, there's been a lot of upgrades and a lot more that you'll have access to. So if you'd like to do that, keep an eye on your inbox. We sent out an email over the weekend. And I don't have the, you can go actually online on my site, ahamomentsworld.com. And um, and you can sign up for a half hour reading. So that we will we have ten readings for uh, this month and next month, and uh, we'll see how that goes. And we have several that have already been purchased. So if you'd like to do that, then by all means sign up. I'd love to have you. If you have any problems with that link as well, you can um, send us an email at support at ahamomentsinks.com, and we'll get you that information as well. And then finally, my last announcement is that I was asked to uh, be on a TV show. So I will be, I'm being flown out to the studio at Gaim TV. And you probably, many of you probably know of Gaim because Gaim, um, if you're into yoga or Tai Chi and you have any DVDs or yoga mats or you know, exercise balls or yoga blocks or bands, like the bands, like Pilates bands or anything like that. They're probably a Gaian product. They have over 5,000, close to 5,000 products. And um, they also have a big network for both television um, and film um, online. And they are, they've asked me to come and do an hour-long show. Um, uh, The Open Minds show is the one that I'll be on. And I'm really looking forward to that. So that's going to be the first week in March. That's when we're going to be recording it. I'm not sure when the broadcast date will be, but I'm going to let you guys know. But in the meantime, they have, I was going through their site, they have an amazing amount of content and um, some really pretty fabulous shows, very, very high quality, all kinds of topics. I mean, whether you're into UFOs or you know um, different philosophies or you're really into yoga or you're really into you know, spirituality or, you know, energetic healing or anything. They have it all, and they have some amazing films on there. Um, so you can go to Gaim, G-A-I-A-M, uh, dot TV, and you can get a 10-day free um, membership to take a look around. And I think it's like nine ninety five a month, so right around the price of Netflix these days. Um, Wonderful, wonderful content, and you can stream it on all your different devices, and uh, it, it looks really terrific. So, just letting you, giving you a heads up about that, and I'll keep you posted on when the air date of that will be. But that's very exciting. The book is uh, that's actually happening about seven months ahead of time. So this manifesting thing works. I didn't expect any kind of press to be happening until after September. Or so, um, and the book 
I heard from the publisher, is going to be available for pre-sales in July. So that's all good. We have the cover now, and things are rolling along with that. So that's that. Okay, so again, if you'd like to call in for a reading, the number is 347-215-9485. Let's go ahead and get into the content for tonight, because I think it's really good stuff. Um, Okay, so one of the biggest things I hear um, quite often is that, you know, Mari, you know, I get it. I get all this manifesting stuff, and um, I do it, I do it, I do it. But then, you know, I still have my reality. I have bills to pay. I have a roof to keep over my head. I have kids to put through school. And and that is very uh, stressful to me when I hear that because your reality, and that's in air quotes, your reality is um, what you create. It, it is whatever you were thinking about uh, 30 to 60 days ago is what you were actually creating and what's presenting itself now. So it's all there's this kind of lag time. As you get more and more advanced in your work, that time shortens. So um, I can create things pretty much sometimes overnight, sometimes in the same day, sometimes it takes longer. You know, obviously, it depends on how much of a challenge it is for me. But, you know, you can, if you get clean in your energy and you uh, really position yourself well with your thoughts, you can create, you know, magic in a very short period of time. Now, if you swing back and forth, then, and you notice that your life is going up one day and down the next, that means that 30 to 60 days ago, you were going up one day and down the next. It's kind of like the product of your imagination and the product of your recurring thoughts. So I say, what is on your mental, emotional, physical, and energetic screensaver? And it's important to note that you should um, recognize that whatever you're experiencing, um, we kind of operate in four categories. Okay, and then they make up the whole, the four legs of the table. And the four are emotional, energe- emotional, mental, physical, and energetic energy. Okay? So, um, and, and that can go for anything. So when it comes to your reality, you have your emotional reality, which is how are you feeling, your mental reality, which is what's going on in your logical, mental, rational mind, your physical reality, which means what is your body experiencing right now. And then the one that just about everybody forgets is your energetic reality, which is what are you creating with your thoughts, which is how are you communing with the part of you that's in the energetic form that's not necessarily in your physical body, but the part that's still connected to you but navigates and helps you outside of your physical body. So you have your physical, your emotional, your mental, and your energetic. And I'm saying those in different orders. It's not an order thing. It's just those are the four categories. Most of us kind of swing to focus on, you know, some, not others. The people who you say are, oh, she doesn't have an emotional bond in her body. She's probably more in her physical world and in her mental world. Or you say she's all in her head. They, they have a tendency to lean more into that mental bucket. Then you have the one that you say, oh, she's such an airy fairy. Oh, my gosh, what a fruit loop. She's leaning more into her energetic where you say, oh, she's not grounded. Oh, she's not of this world. Oh, she's not paying attention to reality. 
a lot of times that person is really leaning into the energetic category. Then you have your um, your physical, the person who is really into exercise and really into like a food phobic, like constantly dieting, constantly, you know, got a vegan, no GMO, blah, 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 and very, very focused on um, what their body is doing. And they lean more into the physical, okay? And then you have your emotional. You hear, she's an emotional basket case. Oh, my gosh, she's so emotional. It's the tears and angry and hurt and happy and sad. That's someone who's leaning way into their, um, their, their, uh, their emotional stuff, okay? So when you have all of that going on, what you want is a balance in each one of those categories. You don't want to be all of one thing. And most people, especially the ones I find who get into their logical brain, their mental head, there's almost a righteousness about the fact that because they're so rational and they're so logical and they're always using their mental minds and they're always using their statistics to figure everything out and, you know, and they, they, they poo-poo energetic. They think that's just useless because it's, you know, it's the soft stuff. And they really don't care so much, you know, a lot of times those people are also into their physical bodies because it's logical to them, but sometimes they're ignoring them. And they certainly put down being emotional because they like to be rational and they take pride in that. Because the righteous do is will abandon one of the other buckets, which is worse. It's even worse than not knowing about it. It's, it's to abandon it or to put a label on it or a judgment on it. So what we really, um, when you recognize that all four of these things come majorly into play in your ability to create what you desire, whether you're using conscious of this or not, the word reality takes on a whole new meaning because everything that you are experiencing now is creating some sort of imagination. If it's I can't pay my bills, you've probably been worried about your bills for a while. And what that does is it puts you into the frequency, into the version of you that can't pay your bill. So then that energy goes out onto the energetic grid and it repels money, it repels opportunity, it kind of locks things up, almost like, a, you know, a vine or a weed, you know, when a vine kind of takes over a tree and it kind of, you know, all the way up. It's it, that, That's kind of what happens with your energy. So the way that you fix that is it's actually very simple to fix. And, you know, even before I go into the fixes, let me just say this. So we have our uh, reality okay, that we're actually creating with our dominant thoughts. So where does your energetic screensaver, what is your screensaver idle on, okay? I have some people who I know are very anxiety-stricken. They are, um, you know, very focused on their logic and their rationale. And if they can't make sense of it, they go into high anxiety, high levels of fear, high levels of control, they start trying to control other people, control the outcomes of things, controlling the circumstances. They go at things almost with like a sledgehammer, and then they want to know why it's not working. And then they're the ones who physically, it reflects in their physical body. They want high blood pressure, diverticulitis, um, you know, inflammation of the intestinal tract, uh, you know, all kinds of anxiety disorders, needing, feeling like they need Valium, you know, anti-anxiety type meds, and that's because they've disengaged from their energetic senses and they've disengaged from their emotions or their emotions take third seat so they, they're not having any real, you know, their, their feelings are going into the negative emotions. 
So their screensaver is a constant push-me-pull-you. When I say screensaver, I mean what do you idle on? Do you idle on balance? Do you idle on hysteria? Do you idle on complaining, stressing? Do you idle on anger and always feel like you're fighting someone? Or do you idle on victimization where, you know, you can't get ahead and it's all because of the economy and, you know, everything's out to get you. You've been looking for that job and the job hasn't come and the guy hasn't called. And, you know, and, and if you're in that kind of a zone, you can put in any, uh, you know, issue. But if you're playing on victim, you will have every kind of situation come to support you in being a victim. It's how the grid works. You know, it's how the grid works. I have so many people call me about relationships. And I, I and it makes, you know, I always get worried when people call me about relationships. And they say, okay, so what do you see? Do you see him coming in one month, two months? What block is he going to be on? What color are his eyes going to be? What is he going to look like? And um, to me, when you're so thought, okay, so I, all I have to do is wait until, you know, for three months and then he's going to show up, right? And it's like, well, if you do absolutely nothing, and you continue to idle on whatever you've been idling on, he'll continue to be three months away because your energy is not ready to receive him yet. And the way that you get yourself into a state of receptivity, and that's whether it's for a significant other or for better health or for more money or for the job, you know, to come is to find the balance between those four categories. Now, sometimes you're going to idle on some things more than others. There are times when something takes more precedence. Like if you go to a meditation retreat, the energetic stuff is going to come way high up front. The logic stuff is going to go, you know, the mental stuff is going to go way down to the back um, because you're developing your skills in the energetic. You're catching your energetic skills up to some of the other things. If you happen to go through, um, you know, getting married and you're going through a whole lot of joy, uh, but also mental anxiety, and you know, in and lots, so you have high emotions and you have a high, you know, mental strain because you're trying to sort out logistics and wondering if you're going to, you know, make it through this marriage and make it through the wedding and all those kinds of things that can happen. And then you also have the physical strain, right? You're maybe you know, getting less sleep or you know, trying to juggle a lot of things in the same day. A lot of people forget about the energetic stuff um, when they're going through something that's that, like, you know, planning a wedding, setting, you know, when you're just getting physically, very much in the physical world and getting very, very busy. Again, if you are caught up in the other three things, the energetic is one, you know, if, if you, you're not focused on the energetic side and you're only focused on the physical, emotional, and mental thing, which is what most people are, you have a tendency to feel like, um, you need magic. So all of it is the energy. So the energy creates the negative stuff and the energy creates the positive based on what your dominant thoughts are. So if you are constantly in a sit and spin, constantly, constantly, I had a friend who used to constantly be spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and, spinning and calling me and talking to me for hours and spinning anyway, and no matter what I would say, she'd still go do whatever she wanted anyway, and it'll all fall apart, and it's more drama, 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 drama. She loved the drama, thrives on the drama, even though she said she hated it, she's getting sick and all those things. 
But ultimately, she was very comfortable in the drama. Okay? Very, very comfortable in the drama, but didn't realize that she was totally disengaged in her conscious uh, navigation of her energy. So she never had faith. She only had faith in what she could see. And she only had faith once something had happened. So if you're the one who only has faith when you see, okay, now, you know, I had another friend, she's, you know, well, I can't really, you know, trust anything that you say. I have to know it's real first. And then once I know it's real, then I can have faith. Well, that's just not how it works. Because essentially, the only she was now getting a wild card every day. If she happened to have a positive stream of thought and something good happened, then she oh, yes, okay, there it is. I can have confidence now because something good happened. And then because she was also negative and judgmental a good chunk of the time, um, then she'd have something not good happen. Then, oh, I can't have faith in anything. I don't know what's wrong. Why is it that all, as soon as I get something good, something bad happens, then look. And then she would go down the rabbit hole of everything sucks. And then she would go to, uh, you know, some sort of retreat or some sort of, you know, airy-fairy class, and she would get some guru to tell her, you know, some channel, tell her all sorts of wonderful things, and she'd come back and she's all amped up because now she's got the answers. So then, you know, she'd have a good couple of days. But then something from when she was negative would show it's just faith. So then she can't have faith in what the guru said because now she saw negative stuff come. But she's creating every last bit of it because she's not managing her thoughts. And that's what happened. So when, and then she would come to me and say, well, Marty, I get what you're doing, but, you know, I have reality. And I know that my reality is that this is all a mess and that's a mess and this is a mess. I'm like, yeah, but that, that, and that were good things and you blew those off, you know, and, and you're trying to control everything. So that's the kind of, that's the way that these things can spin out. This is how life spins out. And this is why people say it's so hard to have faith because they're waiting for their, whatever's happening in, the, in their life, outwardly in their life, to feed back to them, you know, like it's magic, some random thing or some pre, predestined thing, to feed back to them how they're allowed to feel. If you're waiting to feel happy, you know, you're only allowed yourself to feel happy once you get that text from that guy, you're going to be in for a really long, hard road because... I see women do it all the time. I do thousands of readings. I've done thousands of them. And I see, and people call me all the time about readings. I can't even tell you. I mean about relationships. I can't even tell you. And it is, it is, it is, I can tell within the first set whether, you know, where they're at and, um, and how disempowered they are. And part of the, one of the biggest questions that comes to me is, is he thinking about me? Is he feeling it? You know, if I don't call, will he call me? So it turns into a game. It turns into a manipulation. And it's basically when, what they're really asking me is, when am I going to be free to be happy? And, and, and they want to hear, he will call you in two days. And he's going to tell you he wants a commitment. He's going to tell you that he wants to be with you forever. He's going to tell you he's not cheating on you. And he's going to tell you all the things you want to hear. And then, yes, you'll be allowed to be happy. What you don't realize is that if you are locked up and you have your kind of teeth gripped down on a guy's energy, what's going to happen is he's going to feel that grip 
and he's getting fed energetically. He doesn't need to come to you. He knows you're around. He knows you're hysterical. He knows, you know, he, he, we can feel that. I'm using guy and girl situation, but you can, you know, insert your gender of choice and your scenario of choice, but you get the general idea. So if you are gripped down on a situation, whether that's getting a new job or the man or whatever, I'm using the man situation right now, it actually operates as a repellent. And people think, okay, I'm playing a mental game. I'm not going to call him and then he's going to, now, Mari, when is he going to turn around and, and notice that I'm gone and miss me and whatever? Well, he's going to notice when you pull your energy back. What do they mean? What do you mean, they say? Because they're so in their mental head and their emotions and the physicality of everything. But they don't realize the whole driver of why he's gone in the first place is energy. One is because when you grip down on someone like that, it says desperation written all over it. Number two, it says I'm not allowed to be happy until you behave the way I want you to behave. Number three, it says you need to do what I want you to do so that I can be happy, and I want you to be happy in the way that I want you to be happy so I can be happy. It does not say I want you to be happy because I want you to do the best thing that's the best for you. It does not say, you know what, um, if I'm not your person, your ultimate person, or that person is really going to make your heart sing and it's going to real, be a really co- big contribution to your life, then I think you should move on. Don't say that. It says, at all costs, you should be what I need you to be so that I can be happy. What that is, is fire repellent. It's it's tender, actually, for killing the manifestation of anything that you want. Not just relationship, because when you have something that intense going on in relationship category, it also influences money. Money is energy. When you grip down and you're not allowed to be happy, you're not allowed to be in a, you're not, you can't receive anything. And when you can't receive anything, guess what stops? Your money stops. So it's very hard to have faith when you're creating this reality. And that's why I put reality in quotes when I talked about this topic for today. Um, it's very hard to have faith when you're actually kind of cannibalizing yourself with these different you know, different scenarios. So how do we fix it? Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to tell you all about how to fix it, and we'll take a few calls. So the number to call in, um, and you want to be on the line so that Sam can screen you and we can get you in the queue, is 347-215-9485. 347-215-9485. We're going to take a brick, uh, brick break. <laughs> quick break. And you're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. I'm Mari, and we'll be right back. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. 
Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work With Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Living the life you are really meant to live? Soul Lifetimes Magazine is your online source for creating the life you truly desire. When you register for your free subscription at www.soullifetimes.com, you get access to a world of resources that will help you to get the answers you seek and inspire you to take charge of your world. Tap into your body, mind, and spirit with articles from some of the most well-known conscious thought leaders and teachers on metaphysics, soul talk, soulmate relationships, quantum healing, astrology, food for the soul, style, and more. When you join us to create a joyful lifestyle for a new way of being, you truly contribute to raising the consciousness of the world. Subscribe for free at www.soullifetimes.com and never miss an issue of this innovative and insightful digital magazine. Soul Lifetimes Magazine is about living happier, healthier lives full of purpose, joy, and abundance. Subscribe now for free at www.soullifetimes.com. We look forward to seeing you there. Moments radio show, and today we're talking all about how to have faith when reality says you should have fear. And we're going to start some readings in just a few minutes. Uh, Sam is doing the screening. I see a bunch of you in the queue, and the number to call in is three four seven two one five nine four eight five. All right, so let's let's just talk a little bit about the antidote to all the stuff we're talking about before the break. Is um, it can be really frustrating to feel like um, just when you, you know, decide, okay, I'm going to have faith, I'm going to have faith, that, you know, you, then you, the next day your bank account's overdrawn or your bills are over the top or, you know, something seems like the bottom falls out. Well, 
um, here's what happens with that, because I had a friend who called me like that, too. She said, I, I did it, Mari. I did all the praying. I did the operations. I did a vision board. I did rituals. I did this and that. She did it for like a day. And then the next day, I hope oh, my bed counts over time. Okay. Well, you know what? It's still, you still have to allow yourself, especially if you're in a really, you know, uh, hard place. You have to allow that, um, that, uh, that gap, that lag time. You have to allow for that 30 to 60 days for things to come to fruition. So even if you're still seeing unfortunate things, this bill, that bill. Do not abandon your new direction of focusing on what you desire and not what you don't desire, on finding that balance of the mental, physical, emotional, and energetic centers. Do not abandon that. Continue to do your 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 work, your journaling, your affirmations, your hot salt baths, your energetic hygiene, your nature walk, whatever it is that you're doing, your vision board. Continue, continue, continue. It, I tell all my advanced classes, we go through all of this a lot, um, doing a, an advanced manifesting class. It's called the Multidimensional Manifesting Lab. And I'm doing this with my advanced light workers. And one of the things I tell them is no matter what, you have to be consistent because all of this stuff that you're doing is cumulative. It's like a bank account. Every time you do properly done prayer or a properly done meditation or a properly done Tai Chi session or properly, you know, some good, solid self-care. You take good care of yourself with your diet or you take good care of yourself with, you know, do some meditation or or uh, you have faith in yourself and you say, okay, you know what, I'm not going to go chase this guy down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn and I'm going to turn towards myself and really honor and trust myself and, and do something good for me. Every time you do that type of thing, you literally put money in the bank. You put money in the bank for positive, joyful manifestation. Now, if you, the more parts of your day that you can be in that kind of a zone, you give it 20, 30 days without a whole lot of backsliding, you're going to see some major shift. You can see it way sooner than that, for sure. But a lot of us, you know, we're kind of in a habit of negativity. Now, let me say something else. Your body also is recording every single thought you have. What do I mean by that? Well, every thought you have causes various hormones to take off, various uh, neuroscience things to happen. I'm not going to get into all that because I'm not a scientist, but I've been studying quite a bit about this and been living it, seeing it, um, and I'll probably have some, some folks on the show who can talk more about it. But what it does, what has been proven in science, that every thought you have has a neurological effect on the brain. And that that brain, literally, with every thought you have, has a certain number, a certain type of hormone that it proteins and all kinds of peptides and neuropeptides, all these different things that it shoots out when you have these thoughts. So the long and the short of it is, the real Cliff Notes version of that is that when you are negative, there's a certain set of negative hormones that are pushed out into your body that your body becomes habitualized to. So it will create in your energy field a certain aura that will attract more to you and it becomes a habit. So when you are positive, right, when you, and I'm not just saying positive, but when you are in balance and you are deliberately creating and monitoring your thoughts and feelings and emotions and your, and your, your logic, when you're really 
orchestrating that, you are literally retraining your brain to emit the hormones that really create joy, expansiveness, and color your auric field to attract the positive things. So this is not just wrangling your thoughts and then sitting and hoping. And then that's why it's so hard to have faith because it's almost like you're having faith in in a, a mechanical process. What it is 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 literally reorienting, reconfiguring your biochemistry in addition to your emotions, feelings, and thoughts. Okay? And when you have the biochemistry kick in and you are navigating your thoughts, you are absolutely creating that positive landscape where things start to fall into place and people say, gosh, you're so in the zone. You're so in the flow. It's amazing how you do that. Well, isn't it easier to have faith when you're in the flow than when it's in the positive flow than when you're in the negative flow? So all of the, when you take the time to invest, it's like, let's say you had, you know, 50 pounds to lose. And when you, and you, um, take the time to invest in the diet and exercise, the first 10 pounds when you're not seeing anything, if you don't seeing anything physically, like you don't look different or feel different yet, if you let what you see in the mirror dictate whether you're going to stay on the diet or not, will you ever lose the 50 pounds? No. If you, excuse me, Look in that mirror and you say, okay, I have 50 pounds worth of that. And you go on the diet for one day. And then you look in the, ne- the next day and say, oh, I'm so fat. I don't have, I didn't lose 50 pounds. Oh, I still have a double chin. Oh, okay, that's it. It's not working. I'm going to go have that piece of cake. You're not going to lose any weight. You have to go in, in you know, knowing that if you keep putting energy into the to the bank of losing weight, you're going to lose the weight. Okay, so it's the same thing with this. It's the same thing. So if you let yourself slide back and forth, or if you start leaning on other people to tell you how to do everything, um, or or not, or you're not going to take any moves until this comes together and that comes together and this comes together and that comes together. Like I hear a lot of times, oh well, if I once I have money, then I'll be able to do that. But I have reality. I have built. I will tell you the quickest way for you to never be able to pay your bills is to think like that because you're not – the fuel to pay the bills comes from the other stuff we're talking about. It comes from the overall resonance energy, what you're exuding, what you're thinking, what you're putting into that emotional, spiritual, emotional, physical, mental, and energetic bank of yours. Okay, that's what – and that flows even remotely close to each other, even even – even if you're only 50% accurate, with you know, 50% consistent, you will see an uptick, an upswing. Okay, if you want the windfall, then you have to be more like 90%, 95%. And you have to do it against all odds. Because most of the time, just like it didn't, you didn't gain 50 pounds in a day, you're not going to lose it in a day, you didn't get into these jams that we get into in a day. It's taken a whole lot of cumulative to get into really hard, stuck situations. So it takes some effort to get out of it. And what it takes even more of is consistency. And once you have that consistency, you're literally changing the biochemistry in your brain. 
And once you change the biochemistry in your brain, then everything in your world changes because that's a very big influencer in how your energy resonates and how it affects your ability to receive all that you're looking for. So that's more of a, you know, that's a bigger, way more advanced conversation. But I just want you to know that, you know, when you're trying to have faith through willpower, it will never work, you know, because you're not fixing the true core. So I hope this helps. And you can listen to the podcast again to hear more um, you can also, you know, take some of my other classes and you'll get the, the real, you know, the whole process and system and all that. That AHA Factor class, like I said, is going to be very, very powerful because a lot of the reasons why a lot of this goes way over people's head is just because they're not even getting the signs or the symbols or the synchronicities to, you know, they're not even receiving the, the communication coming back because they don't know how to interpret it. You could be very well being drawn to watch this interview with this, guy, he knows all about the stuff Mari's talking about, and because you're not intuitively fluent, you're not getting those those kind of nudges, right? So then that keeps you stuck for longer, and then you get really, you know, stressed out because you're just not being able to read the, you know, the signs that are coming your way. So, okay, so we're going to take a couple of calls now, um, so if you are listening on the line, listen up because we might be picking up the, the, the phone. For you, the number to call in again is 347-215-9485. Okay, so first we have Tanya in California. Hi, Tanya. Hi, Mari. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, I just wanted to start. I called before on your show, and I was asking about moving out, and uh-huh. um, I finally did, and it's okay. great, and I just wanted to thank you for helping me with that. Oh, you're so welcome. Congratulations. That's really nice to hear. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> yeah, it was my significant other, and he was about to give up on looking for places, and I told him, just don't give up. We're gonna, It's going to happen, and a week later it happened. Oh, awesome. That's fantastic. See? <laughs> Good for you. So what's your question today? Um, um, so my question is regarding just so when I moved, I, I quit my job that I was at because um, I, it's, I was just not happy at it, and um, I'm an artist, and I've been working on my projects, and when I work on my projects, I just feel so much joy, and when I sell my art to people, I I feel a lot of joy doing that, Um, but my boyfriend is starting to worry about finances, and so when he had a discussion with me, it sent me into kind of like a, a spiral of anxiety, and he was saying, go back to the corporate world. Um, so I guess my question is um, if I should go back or if I should possibly just maybe, I don't know, mix the two, do my projects on the side and then find another job. Um, but in terms of that, I just, I've just been looking for a good fit and not just taking whatever I can get because I've experienced that before and it was really bad. So, um, yeah, I guess that's... That is my question. Okay, so it feels to me like your art is about to take off in a big way. Um, What I would suggest is that you look in some of your artist magazines to learn about the business aspect of selling your art and Mm -hmm. and invest some time and energy into that. And you can, you know, certainly do searches online. There's also Etsy, you know, so you can, you know, I'm sure you know about that and various... um, you know, places online to sell your art. 
But I would really do some research, do an Amazon search on books on how to create a business of selling your art. That's where you, you need to be. Now, as far as um, working corporate-wise, I would not say to just go get any corporate job. But perhaps if you need a meantime, meantime money, um, you would then use, uh, you know, you might want to go work for a museum or for a gallery or for, uh, you know, an art school or an art institute or one of the, um, you know, the art co-op programs, something like that so that you are in the arena of what you're doing. You may even want to look into, you know, if you paint, who's the main brush company? Who's the main supplier of all the supplies? And then look at, let that be the pool from where you consider getting a job. Don't let yourself be um, his answer to financial solvency. You can make your contribution, so you definitely want to do that. Look at your finances and make sure you can make a, a, a fair contribution. But where that comes from is you. That's your decision. Okay? And mm-hmm. um, and a lot of times artists do have to, you know, might even be teaching art. You know, something that keeps your, you know, I teach spirituality, right? So, because we mm-hmm. all have to eat. You know, you can't, I know everybody wants Marty to do everything for free, but Marty has to eat too, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, it's really important to be able to um, to find that balance. Um, I, you know, and I think that will happen if you research without the fear and the anxiety, his anxiety. You have to ask yourself, who does this belong to? Does this anxiety belong to me or is it his taking it on because I feel guilty? You can't get anything out of guilt and fear. Nothing comes good for either one of you. But if you take an empower approach, empowered approach and say, honestly, where you're at now with your, business, with your artwork, how far off are you from being able to pay your half of the finances with just your art alone? And if you need some more lead time for that to happen, you need to be educated in how to do that so you know what your project plan is for getting that to happen. And then if you need a, you know, something to fill in the gap, then I would highly suggest that you go um, and look for part-time or consulting or teaching, you know, work in um, in the arena of the type of art that you do. That will mm-hmm. be your, you know, happy medium. Um, I have a book that I'm working on, and it's called Meantime Money, How to Finance the Gap Between Your Day Job and Your Dreams. And um, that will be out probably early next year. I have another one in between, so I'm kind of working on two at the same time. But it's a major, major question. And I will say this. If you go and get a regular, just mucky-muck corporate job, it will kill your art. You won't be able to do it. You should not do that. That I know for sure. I don't think that you should insist on forcing your art to have to pay the bills if it's just not there yet because you're not, you know, you don't have that structure in place yet. So I hope mm-hmm. that helps to give you some, you know, support. Um, if you do it the way we're talking, I think by April or May, this should all smooth out and you should be fine. But I also think that this is a, a piece of your art that can make you a lot of money. So I think you need to, you know, keep yourself in circles. You're in California, right? Because um, yeah. you should be networking quite a bit. And keep yourself in circles of, like, you know, young Hollywood and people who can really appreciate what you're doing. And, you know, you may just get that one purchase or end up being seen like on a reality. It feels like like one of the reality shows, like you might be one of the characters on a reality show might see your stuff and say, oh, my God, I have to have it. And then you're done, you know, you're off. You know, that's the type of thing. You need to 
be creative in the way you think about marketing your art, not just the way you think about creating your art. So I hope that helps. We're going to have to jump off and get to the next person. It does. Thank you so much, Mike. You're welcome. Good luck with everything. Okay, so next we have, um, let's see, Keisha in North Carolina. Hi, Keisha. Hello? Hi. Hi. Um, I'd like to know if you see me um, get, being able to get enough money up to move. Uh, what are you doing to get the money to move? Um, right now, I get a little stipend from the state. So it's not a lot, but I was kind of hoping maybe I get uh, somehow land a little job or something to kind of help things along or even somebody kind of giving me a lump sum from somewhere, money falling out of heaven, (laughs) something. You in no way, shape, or form have the energy around you for money to fall out of heaven. You're so completely, like your energy is so completely low that to get a job, to get any of the things you're talking about when it comes to money, the money is about you contributing to other people. So, mm-hmm. or to the world at large. So when you're saying, well, you know, a little this, a little that, oh, maybe somebody just drop it out of the sky, I would say if your energy stays like that, nope, you're going to be staying where you are for quite some time. So I think the energy where you where you need to focus is finding how you can be a contribution and make your heart sing so that the money can flow in. Now, if you to find, you know, think about what it is you really want to do that would really make your heart sing where you can make money from it. Even if you don't get a job making all the money to move, that's when the extra money can come in from other places. Surprise money can come in. But the way that you're currently in, that kind of victim, kind of, well, you know, maybe, I don't know. No way. No way. So you kind of have to put the pedal to the metal in your energy. And, like, you know, listen to the show again because it's what we've been talking about for the whole hour. And then, I, you know, I definitely think... If you can sort that out, then, yeah, you'll be able to move with no problem. It feels like you have a lot of talent, but you've lost faith in yourself. So that's where I think you need to start. I'm going to have to jump off to the next person, but I hope that's helped a little bit. All right. Thanks. Okay. Take care. Bye. Um, Okay. So next we have Natalie in Utah. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Mari. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. What's doing? Okay, so I have been really ill with chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia, Hashimoto's, different things for 21 years. Um, and I've just found out. I found out a couple years ago it was chronic Lyme disease, and so my immune system over the years has just gone haywire. And um, like 21 years ago, I just like was not flat and just haven't ever recovered. And Anyway, so um, just very sick, and I just have tried numerous things to get well, and my immune system just seems to, well, I'm sensitive now to everything, and uh, not everything, but I'm sensitive to a lot of things, and um, it seems to, like I get horrendous depression when I try to treat the bacteria to kill, the, kill it off, and it just seems like everything turns into a big catch-22 for me, and I really want to get well, and I've tried so many things that um, 
I really believed always that I would get well, and now I'm just starting to go, okay, maybe I just won't because I keep getting worse and worse, but I really want to. So this really called to me the title of this program, and I just, I just, I want to believe, and I really want to get well, so I'm just wondering if you can tell me, you know, I, another thing that's been hard is guidance, like, I used to get really good answers in prayer and spiritually, but um, once I got sick, I got kind of this fog, and it's been hard to get answers, too, so that's another thing I feel like I'm kind of um, shooting in the dark to try to find the right pathway for myself, and maybe I just need to calm down, and I don't, just try to get well. I don't know. Okay, anyway, so if stop, you have I'm any stop, I'm going to stop you. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Let me stop you because we have like two minutes. Yeah. Um, all right. So the person I want you to consider reading, um, you should definitely go on YouTube and watch some of his videos and then um, get his books, is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Have you worked with him at all? No, uh-uh. I, I think Dr. maybe. Dr. Joe Dispenza, D-I-S-P-E-N-Z-A. Okay, it's familiar, but okay, I'll check him out. Yeah, and he has a book called The Placebo Effect out right now. He is absolutely a genius with all of this stuff that you just talked about and oh. the energetic reasons why all that kind of stuff happens and how to literally create and change everything with mind. And he's just, he's he's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Um, he's been yeah. around for quite some time and... Uh, He's he's the best of the best when it comes to that. I think that with his work, you could definitely heal. Um, the other person, and he's been on my show, is Tom Scaler, Scaler Energy Healing, S-C-A-L-A-R. Uh-huh. I think it's like Scaler Energy Healing. Um, what was he on? He was on my show actually this time last year on my one of my telesummit, the AHA Possibility Telesummit. But you can okay. just Google him. He has an okay. amazing lightnology that he does remotely that has cured people of all the things you're talking about. I think he's had success really? with all of those different sicknesses you're talking about. Personally, it feels like it's more energetically driven than it is physically driven. And really? there is something that um, you're getting from all the different layers and kind of like that entrapment. But it also feels like because you've had so much, it's coming to a head and it's about to let go. You're about to let go of it if you just have one new set of skills to help you. And I think Joe Dispenza's work would be that set. So I really that, yeah. I would, if you go on um, Uh GaiumTV.com or if you go on my Facebook page, I have mm-hmm. actually just posted a link yesterday to a show of him on Lime TV, the Joe Dispenza. If you go on my Facebook page, you can see it. Sure, um, okay. And it's Mariana M. Cooper, facebook.com slash Mariana M. Cooper. And um, and you can follow me on that page or whatever if you don't already. And yeah, you'll I see the link yeah, there. Um, and I would just watch that show, get his, go on Amazon, do an Amazon search. He has amazing books. But the one I think that you resonate most with is the one all on healing. He just finished a really big book all on healing, and it's called hmm. the placebo effect, and it's phenomenal. And the research and the neuroscience and everything I was talking about today, um, he is uh, he's the king of all of that. So I think that will really help you. Excellent. That all is right? wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm going to have to jump off, but I hope that helps. Call back in and let me know how, you, how things go. Okay, so thank you so much, you guys, for calling in. I can't believe we are at the end of another AHA Moments radio show. Um, Again, I'd love to see you in class tomorrow. 
uh, ahamomentsworld.com forward slash aha factor class. And uh, we have the Akashic Record readings and all kinds of stuff coming up. Uh, please, please, please take advantage of the new moon energy. It's really, really strong and powerful starting today. It's only three days before, three days after. And uh, we will see you next time back here, same place, same time. The motto is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this energy, anything is possible. See you next week, everybody. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.
Thank you. 